Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, the Vikings have a coach, but will need to wait uh, until after the Super Bowl because uh, Kevin O'Connell is getting ready to be a part of the staff that will coach the L.A. Rams against the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. And to talk about what's transpired with the Vikings is Chris Thomason, who covers the purple for the Pioneer Press online at TwinCities.com. Chris, how you been? Hey, doing well. Thanks for having me, Steve. Really appreciate it. Yeah, what a, what a whirlwind. I, I, I suppose as a beat writer in a situation like this, how, how do you get any sleep? Let's let's peek behind the curtain a little bit. I mean, I suppose between social media and following up on rumors and trying to talk to sources, you know, you got to be going all the time. Well, at least with social media and Twitter and all that, you learn kind of other people who know what's going on. I mean, there were so many outrageous Twitter reports by people that I'd never heard of, you know, about Harbaugh. Oh, he's going to be named the coach, all that kind of stuff. And there was one publication in Michigan, the Wolverine, which on the day before said it was a done deal and Harbaugh was being named the coach. It's like, uh, okay, well, he hadn't even interviewed. So, uh, yeah, a lot of it's kind of (laughs) learning, you know, what – what's out there and, and what's real and what's what's not. You know, that in addition to the information that you, of course, can get yourself. Yeah, and, you know, the, the thing, Chris, I, I've learned particularly, and I, I've told the story on the air before, when I, I got into the business, pretty much everything we got from the outside world, unless you could get somebody on the phone, came over the AP wire. And if you were in a studio, in a radio studio, you'd go out and you'd rip the AP wire and read the copy as it came over. Well, I've been around a long time. Computers have changed all of that. But you still, and I think this is a lesson for all of us, be very careful who you follow on any social media or on Twitter, credible sources. Generally, if I know the people, have met the people, have talked to the people on the radio, I, I... I have a lot more trust in in what they say on Twitter versus just some random guy from Michigan or California or wherever. You, you, you got to be your own editor when it comes to that, and and really be careful what you look into. But there are a lot of people connecting the dots. Here's Jim Harbaugh agreeing to come to Minnesota to interview with the Minnesota Vikings on National Signing Day of all things. Really kind of made a lot of people go wow you know he's got to be pretty serious about this job if he's going to risk coming to look at a job in the nfl on a very big day in the college game well that was overblown michigan didn't sign any players on wednesday they had signed all their players in the earlier yeah period, okay so Fair i enough. thought that i thought that was overblown a lot of that was just uh 
I mean, part of that was in stating how serious Harbaugh was in the job, and he yeah. indeed was very serious. And uh, I and others reported Wednesday night that he, of course, was never offered the job. And I don't know if you saw that Detroit Free Press interview yep. that Harbaugh did Thursday and came out uh, today, but he pretty much admitted, you know, he, he wanted the job, but the Vikings didn't want him. So that's pretty much what happened. And, uh, you know, from what I've heard, I mean, Harbaugh, with his reputation and what have you, uh, figured he was going to come in. He, you know, he figured he already had the job locked up when he showed up, but uh, that proved to not be correct. Yeah, and I, I did read your piece uh, where where you talk about that interview with the Detroit Free Press, and it is available at TwinCities.com. Chris does a great job covering the Minnesota Vikings. And then it all kind of turned into, okay, the, the fans got fired up about Jim Harbaugh, or some fans did, and the, there was a lot made about it. And then all of a sudden you get the sense that the Vikings settled on O'Connell, but that that isn't fair to him either. Yeah, they had a very good interview with O'Connell Monday night in Los Angeles, and they were very high on him. So I'm sure in the Vikings' eyes, I mean, he was leading the field at that point before the Harbaugh interview because they hadn't even interviewed Harbaugh. And so Harbaugh, I think, and lots of people maybe didn't realize it, and and maybe even I didn't realize it. You know, he had to come in and, and, and win the job if he wanted it and wasn't able to. But uh, the thing that always kind of struck me after it surfed, when it first surfaced last weekend that uh, there was legitimate interest in Harbaugh, it kind of went against what the Vikings, their initially what they were looking for. I mean, looked like they were going to hire maybe more of a younger up-and-coming coach and uh, obviously one also that they wouldn't have to pay as much money to. And then all of a sudden, Harbaugh surfaces because, you know, they didn't interview Doug Peterson. They didn't really interview veteran coaches. You know, maybe, I guess, Dan Quinn, who's 43 and has been a head coach. You potentially could put him in the veteran category. But generally, they're interviewing younger up-and-coming guys, and then, boom, all of a sudden, Harbaugh's been interviewed. So it didn't kind of fit the initial blueprint. And then I think they went back to what they had originally planned kind of to look for. And obviously they were extremely impressed with their interviews with O'Connell. Yeah, and with uh, the the general manager and the new approach, and there was a lot of talk and and certainly a, a lot said and written when Mike Zimmer left, that, you know, old school wasn't working, that we need to try a new approach. And often in sports, whatever the sport is, uh, you kind of go in another direction, almost a 180, and you get the sense with Kevin O'Connell that this is going to be quite a change from Mike Zimmer and Mike Zimmer's approach. Yeah, I mean, you look at Harbaugh and – who can be abrasive and that sort yeah. of thing. I'm not, you, you know, he has some similarities to that matter. And you heard what the players said yeah. after Zimmer was let go, Eric Kendricks in particular saying a fear-based organization is not to go. 
not to say that uh, Harbaugh would have come in and been Genghis Khan, but still, you know, he, he kind of goes against the grain of what people thought they certainly were looking for. I mean, when Mark Wilkes talked after Zim was fired, he talked about a coach who could collaborate, has great communication skills, that sort of thing, and that doesn't exactly seem to fit Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Um, so Kevin O'Connell, the the Vikings await, introduce after the Super Bowl and uh, move forward, and there's a lot of decisions to be made. And, and since they landed on O'Connell, there's been a lot of talk about what does this mean for the future uh, of Kirk Cousins. Are they going to keep Kirk? Are they going to redo his deal and extend him? We really don't know that yet, but there, as we've talked before, a ton of big decisions to make on both sides of the ball with this football team. Yeah, I'd call the Kirk Cousins thing 50-50 right now. It's totally up in the air. I'm sure it came out during the interview process, but obviously O'Connell has been with Kirk Cousins before. He was Washington's quarterback coach in 2017, has a history with him, so I certainly never heard of any, I haven't heard of any friction that they had or what have you, but uh, so yeah, O'Connell and Cousins, it would seem, can work together, but you got the $35 million guaranteed salary this season, $45 million cap number, taking up 21.6% of the cap. I mean, can you move forward with that kind of burden on a quarterback who's at a 500 record? So, I mean, I think it's I think it's 50-50, and they've got time to talk about it and time to explore, but if they're thinking about moving on, from Kirk Cousins, they obviously have to have a quarterback in mind to replace him. I mean, either somebody they can trade for or a free agent that they pretty much think they could snag right when the uh, free agency starts. Yeah, and Chris, I, I think for Viking fans and, you know, around the water cooler talking to people I know that, that follow the game and just getting a fan's perspective, that they're, they're all wondering, is are the Vikings going to move into full rebuild mode? Did they um, tell the new general manager and the new and, – and we don't know that because we weren't specifically in the room w- when they discussed all of these things. But do you get any sense that the Wolves would accept, yep, we're, we're going we're gonna to tear this thing down, we're, we're going to start over, or are they going to try and uh, retool on the fly and stay competitive? You know, because – there are issues with this football team, and they became pretty clear the last couple of years. No, I don't think it'll be a teardown rebuild. That's not the Wilfs history that goes against everything that they stand for. And uh, Mark Wilf came right out after Spielman and Zimmer were fired and said that this is not a rebuilding job. But the question is, do they kind of try to do maybe what they did in 2020, where they tried to... Uh, kind of rebuild and be competitive at the same time. Yeah. Then, of course, they went when not bringing back all those free agents, mainly on defense, thinking that young guys could do the job, and then they go 7-9, and that didn't work. So do they still try something like that and, and think that, well, if we do this, this time it'll work? That remains to be seen, obviously. Yeah, and, and that, that that's going to be a tall order. And 
the, the general manager and head coach uh, have got to dig in and then uh, beyond that put a staff together. There's, there, there's a lot of heavy lifting to do. These guys are going to be busy. Yeah, there's no doubt. And also, I mean, I don't have the exact day that Zimmer was named coach in 2014, but when it all shakes out, it'll probably be about a month later. I mean, Zimmer was pretty much named coach in mid-January, and O'Connell will start in mid-February after the Super Bowl, so you're already a month behind in that standpoint. So that'll be interesting to see how quickly they can uh, get up to speed because free agency will start just a month after uh, after uh, O'Connell takes over, and then obviously, you know, draft preparations are already in full swing. Yeah, it, it is just one hundred percent a year-round business, and and there there won't be any rest. And, it, and it's a good thing Kevin O'Connell is younger because he's going to need that energy. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be sleeping at the office plenty. Yeah, and Kwesi Adolfo, Mensa, the general manager, um, certainly he's already been able to hit the ground running, and I, I think anybody in his position has a pretty good idea on on all the veteran guys in the NFL and already have a pretty good handle on what's going to be available in the next draft class. I'm sure you know he he's all over the the entire situation, so it's it, it's it's not like. They can't do anything until Kevin O'Connell comes to town and they fill out their staff. Yeah, and they've got a solid scouting staff. Jamal Stevenson, Ryan Monins, yeah. they're down at the Senior Bowl, obviously, this week. So the scouting staff is is all in place and that sort of thing. So they're doing their jobs. And uh, I did talk to one uh, person on staff there, and he said that the the coaching staff, I mean, they're all – in there doing their jobs. I mean, some have left to take other jobs, but those who are still under contract are uh, working as if they had a head coach who was right there in the office. I mean, they're getting they're getting their work done. All right. Well, Chris, always good to visit with you. And uh, by the way, is that book you did still uh, uh, available on sale right now? Oh, yeah. It'll certainly still be available. Just go to Amazon.com with my name, Chris Thomason, T-O-M-A-S-S-O-N, Minnesota Vikings, all-time all-stars, and I appreciate it when I come on that you make mention of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You put a lot of work into that thing, and I know Viking fans, if you haven't seen it already, will certainly enjoy it. So once again, the Minnesota Vikings, all-time all-stars, the best players at each position for the purple and gold. Chris Thomason covers the Vikes for the Pioneer Press online at TwinCities.com. Always good to visit with you, Chris. Take care. Likewise, Steve. Thanks a lot. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.